Hello, loves. Welcome back to the Dark Femme Power podcast. Y'all are in for a freaking treat today. I have a very, very, very special guest on. You are going to hear all about his story, how he has gotten to where he is today. He is a sex and relationship expert. And guess what? This fine specimen of a man is going to be co-facilitating with me at the Holding Breakthrough Experience next March. We're so freaking excited about it. So of course, we're going to dive into all of that and the details about all of that. But this episode, I really want you guys to um, learn a little bit more about Nathan, Nathan's story, who this man is, all of what he possesses. I just had to have him on so you guys can just really tune into this magic and everything that he, all of the medicine that he has to offer. So, hi, Nathan. Capricia, hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm stoked. And uh, yeah, such an honor to be here in the space with you. Mm, your presence just always feels like a big hug. <laughs> I get that a lot <laughs> and thank you for confirming that again and um yeah I uh I just do my best to be a presence of love for all those around me and the people that I share my life with yes yes so just to give you guys a little background story Nathan and I were both in a program together it I know it changed my life it's called stretch 22 yep. And, um, you know, we met inside of that program and we just connected ever since from that. And we've always, always kept in touch. And um, I just fell in love with him, his expression, the way that, that he shares himself, his willingness to always go first. And so Nathan, please go ahead and yeah, introduce yourself. Yeah. I'm Nathan, and I uh, am a sex and relationship coach. I, yeah, like Capricia said, we met in Stretch 22, and that was very much um, a big initiation for myself. And um, like Capricia, it also changed my life and just the way that I was able to shine a light on the parts of myself that I felt so much shame around and really share that with people that wouldn't judge me like I thought they that like I thought people would before but just like just like the space the safe space for me to just be all of me and to express uh my deepest wounds my pain um the things that I held shame around and also my magic and the love that I'm able to access and share with other people. Um, that was super life-changing for me, which has led me to now building a coaching practice where I serve men uh, and helping them experience more intimacy in their lives, um, move through addiction. And uh, I've had experiences with addiction sex addiction myself 
uh, drugs, alcohol, all, all the stuff, all the things. And, and uh, now being on the other side of that, I'm just so, just so passionate about this work that if I am able to get on the other side of what I went through, I believe everyone else can as well. Mm. This is why I love you. So <laughs> um, today I really want to focus this episode on what men really need to be able to thrive in their relationship. So you touched on it a, a little bit more and I want you to kind of go deeper into your story around um, you know, what has been your experience with coping addictions? Walk us through mm. that. Yeah. It all started when I was a kid. Um, that was the root of it all. Um, when I felt that I wasn't safe to fully express myself to my parents. Um, being that I was in the household where my mom and dad were always in conflict. My dad cheated on my mom when I was four years old. And my mom took her anger out oftentimes on me. And, um, and so my expression was stifled in terms of wanting to say the things I wanted to actually say that I was actually feeling and it was more turned into me doing things and saying things to make sure mom would be happy and um and so that was just like this um very uncomfortable experience for me where I felt that I needed to escape from it mentally. And that's when I turned to porn and that porn addiction just, it was my escape. And uh, to really feel a sense of intimacy even mm. with the screen, <laughs> which like, when you really think about it, it's not actual intimacy, but that's where like I escaped where it felt safe to explore like more of my own expression, right? And that led to when I was in my late teenage years, um, when I started to date girls, uh, I wasn't able to really express my desires to the, to the girls I was dating. And um, that was, I realized years later that that was connected to my people pleasing tendencies that I developed with my mom. And so that whole dynamic uh, led me to going to porn even more and starting to, um, starting to seek out pleasure with prostitutes. And that's when that uh, whole addiction started. And it just led me, led me down this dark path where I started dating a sex worker and I I knocked her up even and she wanted to keep it. And uh, I almost became a dad, but there was a miscarriage. And, um, 
and that was just a very dark period of, of my life where I eventually at one of the places we were staying at, which was also the place where the girls were working out of, um, we got robbed and it was like the universe's wake up call. Like, like I got robbed, pepper sprayed, tased, beat with a baton, death threats, I witnessed rape. It was, wow. it was wild. Um, and that was God's way of really giving me just like a bitch slap wake up call. And, um, ever since that point I really started to I first went into a rock bottom of like deep dark depression suicidal ideation and then came out of that and started to listen to to the voice of God within me I'd even noticed I didn't even realize that was what it was but the voice of God within me told me that Nathan, you can, you're going to get through this. You are meant for something great. And at the time, I didn't know whose voice that was, but I'm so glad I just, I just listened to it. And then I started to find more joy in my life. I started to get out in nature more. I started to snowboard more. I started to hang out with friends more. And, and then that's when like I was able to really start doing things for myself as opposed to doing it for everyone else and like start to learn how to own my voice again started to learn how to speak to what i want in life declare what i want in life and all that addiction and coping uh started to unravel from that point and uh yeah if um my my the way that i see it is that like if i was able to move through this and get on the other side of a point in my life where i almost had no had no reason to live almost and I'll, if i can get on the other side of that and really step into my power if i can do it everyone can that is why i am here to serve whoever mm -hmm. Whoever is here to receive the gifts that I'm able to share. Wow. <clears throat> so it sounds like you were almost numbed out mm. at a, yeah. period, a period in your life. Yeah, for sure. And when you look back on that, where do you think that was coming from? And do you think this is something that a lot of men are? struggling with and you know is directly linked to a lot of the addictions that they're facing today yeah 100 percent um us men growing up we weren't taught how to process our feelings and our emotions mm. and the way that i was able able to escape that was through porn right which for many other people, it could be other things. It could be alcohol, drugs. I've done all the things to try and numb, but then it, it was all just to numb the 
the emotions that were actually un really underneath it all. And um, the reason why I do this work is because I believe that men have the right to feel as well. They, like we, we need as everyone else, just as much as everyone else. And, and when we're able to actually feel into the deepest depths of our soul, that is what makes us strong men. If we're just pushing shit down, we're not, we're not overcoming it by avoiding it. We're, we're actually not honoring this very deep, crucial part of ourselves. And to really learn to tap into that, I believe is the root of getting past on the other side of any of our addictions, of any of our coping mechanisms. Because all that numbing is just a numb, like what the pain that we're feeling inside. Whether or not we want to admit it or not, that's what's happening. And when we like start to decide that, okay, like I deserve a, a, a bigger life than, than what this is, where I just go to work, go to a job that I don't really like, and then get fucked up on the weekends. And it's just like this constant cycle of like the same, like life can be more, more than that. Mm -hmm. if you choose that if you choose that you deserve something more yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm so curious this just popped up as you were you know sharing your experience what is your take on toxic masculinity this is a term that's <laughs> you know spreading like wildfire it seems like so I would love to get your take on do you think toxic masculinity exists? And if it does, what do you think the reason is behind of, you know, toxic behaviors or, um, you know, overpowering patriarchal kind of behaviors that some men possess and controlling? And can you speak to that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I do believe it exists. I also believe that it's not a blanket statement that masculinity is toxic. So let's let let's just let's just throw that out. And and the people that are throwing out blanket statements of masculinity as toxic has that probably that same level of toxicity within themselves. So um, so let's settle that first of all. Um, and people who have been operating from a wounded place that feel the need to dominate, that feel the need to, to pull other people down to get ahead, to, to hurt other people, to project their pain on other people, that's all coming from a wounded place. Mm. And we can't, we can't, be in alignment with the most divine godlike version of of ourselves without facing our wounds and that's 
And just like how I was saying earlier, how a lot of men weren't taught how to deal with their own internal struggles and their pain. They just take it on, take it on, take it on, stuff it down, stuff it down. And then, and then like, they feel like that's how it's done when that is actually manifesting into toxic behavior. Mm. All that stuff down, repressed anger, sadness, grief, all that shit, shame, that is coming out and leaking out as toxic behavior. And so that is the reason why emotional intelligence and really having the courage to face the things that we've been pushing down for so long, Mm -hmm. having the courage to recognize that, yes, there is this beast within us, but can we face this beast within us and not and and become its friend and like allow it to be there and not and so so that it's not leaking out and and hurting other people mm-hmm. which unfortunately is kind of what is going on in the world right now with a lot of people the powers that be like there's there's a lot of wounded masculine behavior that is just trying to overpower trying to oppress and trying to all these things right and so yeah the the new age of masculinity calls for us to face our darkness and transmute that into into a way where we can actually help to build a better world Mm. Ah, <clears throat> yeah, you that know, was big. <laughs> I think back to my experiences with men, and I've shared this here on the podcast, um, the way how I used to approach my relationship with men, the masculine was, you're trying to keep me down, you're trying to keep me oppressed, you got to fight against that. And as I step deeper into my feminine energy journey, as I allow deeper intimacy in my relationships with healthy masculine men, like actually being able to experience what that feels like, I am just, I'm in this space where like, I'm like, oh my gosh, we need more men in their like divine masculine power. So paint. Paint the audience a picture of what it actually looks like for a man to be in his healthy, divine masculine. Yes. I love this question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'll piggyback of what you just shared and say that being a divine masculine presence requires us to honor the feminine within ourselves and in, in the other, right? We, we all have those two energies within all of us, masculine and feminine. We may lead with one or the other and it's crucial to honor both of those energies within us. So like for men, that looks like honoring our feelings like I was saying earlier, and and really being able to hold the parts of us that want to soften. Mm. Like, like 
being a man myself, like, I don't want to be hard and like aggressive and like all that kind of stuff. All that macho bullshit. I don't want to do that all the time. Like there's just, there's softness in us men too. Like we want to be held too. And like, it's honoring that too. Mm. And so when we're able to hold that within ourselves, that's when we can actually hold that in other people in other women and women. Right. Mm. And, uh, and that's why, I feel that um, that's that that is what is so needed in the world right now with the oppression of the feminine that we see going on in the world right now. Right, mm -hmm. we need men that are actually able to honor the feminine in such a way that it's like it's not that the feminine is better than us. It's it's like we both get to coexist. Mm. and and so that's that's one um facet of divine masculinity and the other is to really step into our leadership into our manhood into our purpose um and really be in integrity with what that is and so i feel like a lot of what my purpose is on this world is to be able to experience deeper in intimacy with the people that I love because that's what I felt was was missing when I was a child in in many regards right and to experience deeper intimacy and and express love unconditionally just like how am I get my grandpa was like the embodiment of unconditional love for me to be able to just be a presence of that love and and to do it from a place of non-judgment where like it's loving people where they're at not needing to change or fix them mm -hmm. um i feel like that's also a very crucial part of being a man and self-leadership I feel like is a big role of a man like being able to um, face the challenges of life and overcome those um, that's hugely of what makes like it builds our confidence and it also like it's also every challenge is, a, is another rite of passage towards embodying more of who we are as men mm. yeah so that's what i that's what i got for that <laughs> love it <clears throat> um the next thing i want to ask you is what does healthy leadership look like when it comes to relationships mm. What does, it leadership. Like, what does it look like for a man to lead his relationship in a really healthy way? Because, you know, most of my clients are high achieving women and mm -hmm. you know, they are wanting to attract men who are leaders and aren't, a, you know, who can lead them. And they're not the ones that always have to make the decisions because they've always had mm -hmm. to be the ones to make the decisions and they've always been the mm -hmm. ones 
has been, you know, pulling someone up and building someone up. And so I would love to hear from you, you know, what does it look like for a healthy divine masculine man leading in his relationship? Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Leadership. Um, it's it's a way of being in such a way that we have to be sure of what we want in life which goes back to like what our purpose is in life what what is it that we desire in life and and allowing that to be the structure the the container of like okay this is what i want and this is how we can co-create within within the container of the relationship that i that i help to hold right and really what it means to lead a woman is like inviting her to get to drop deeper into her feminine inviting her to soften mm. and being a loving presence, being a presence where it doesn't matter what you bring into the container of the relationship. I will hold it and I will, I won't go anywhere. Mm. Whatever you bring forward is safe and you are safe. And so that safety aspect, that is, that is key for a feminine to, for the feminine to feel safe enough to open up to the masculine because that's what the masculine wants the masculine wants yearns for the feminine to open up to mm -hmm. him and in order for the feminine to do that the feminine needs to feel seen heard and safe so it's the leadership is really holding a container that is so solid that allows for the feminine to open up and fill that container in, with whatever that she wants to bring forward. Um, whether it's her, whatever she's going through emotionally, whether it's her sexual expression, um, those are two of the biggest things that come off the top of my head. And it's uh, and and it's have like saying all that, doing all that, and making it fun. Yeah, it doesn't have, it doesn't have to be like oh we're doing this like we're doing relationship. It's like it it can be fun, right? <laughs> and it's like just being playful and and like really dancing in that energy of like hey like this like we've got this is what this is this is the container of the relationship that i am able to hold for us to play in mm. let's play Ooh. let's fucking let's play i love that let's play <laughs> yeah <laughs> <sighs> yeah that so, is so powerful and would would you say yeah. that <clears throat> you know, men's experience of women nowadays isn't so much play 
what do you what do you mm. what do you see that women are needing to step more into for the masculine to want to lead her and want to create yeah. for her what are those like those things that just like hit that gut level response within men and it's mm -hmm. like oh my god i just want to protect and provide for this woman like oof what what are some yeah. Of things yeah um i feel that because we live in a very masculine led world um a lot of women tend to operate from a more masculine uh energy mm -hmm. like they need like you were just saying like earlier how you know women really have to provide for themselves and become independent and there's this whole like boss babe thing that that is like very dominant in our culture as well right it's like but it's like it comes to a point where like yes you're independent yes you're providing for yourself that's all great good for you that's awesome and also it's like acknowledging that hey like i actually i actually need men in my world mm. and it's like acknowledging that acknowledging that i i actually want a man to to provide for me it doesn't have to be me like yeah i'm a boss like like as a woman yeah sure i'm a boss but i also want a man to to provide for me to nurture to, to nurture me to 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 care for me mm. and i want to soften into that and it's a and so like that is the it's like communicating that to your masculine partner mm. like, hey i i i would love for you to support me in this this is what i need like and i want to feel safe and i want to I want to become closer with you. I want to, I want us to experience more intimacy in our relationship and like just really inviting the man to, to take that step in and lead say, Oh, like she's, she's really wanting to soften. Like, how can I, how can I step up and, and, um, provide that kind of dynamic where um, I as a man am able to lead her mm. and her as a woman is able to soften into my leadership yeah <clears throat> and is it's, that clear did that does that yeah. answer your question yeah, yeah it, does. <laughs> it sounds like it's a pleasure for the masculine to do that it is yeah mm. it, it totally is because <laughs> uh yeah as a man i yearn for a woman to feel like she wants me and is safe to open up to me and that she sees me as well like i want that and i can speak for most of the men out there we all want that yeah. <laughs> We want, we want to 
experience deeper levels of intimacy where it's um there's like this heart connection that that is that is built and that intimacy is more than just sex it's like truly seeing deeply into each other's souls and knowing what's there the light and the shadows and loving all of it that is true intimacy Mm. you want to be able to feel our hearts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (sighs) it's gonna be so powerful what we're gonna be doing in march i'm so excited yeah i'm fucking stoked it's uh yeah it's gonna be magical and um yeah there's a lot of a lot of different uh processes that we've been co-creating together that I feel will be very valuable for the world Mm. let's just say um some couples might be coming out of this (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) um so the next thing that I want to um kind of explore is I want to hear your takes on celibacy sex i've made a i've made an entire episode on the pod on the podcast already about um abstaining from a woman's perspective and Mm -hmm. um really being able to reclaim that um that sacredness of our womb spaces and our bodies again and Mm -hmm. so reclaiming that and holding that and sharing that for someone that actually deserves it and Mm -hmm. so I would love to hear your perspective from the men's side of things do you think um yeah do you think celibacy is is important I would love to hear your journey as well because Mm -hmm. I know that's Mm -hmm. been a process for you as well so yeah please share yeah share it all yes yes yeah, so I am currently celibate um, for the rest of the year. And I believe, so I've, I've done this before in the past, not intentionally. It was just something that I did. And um, and I, I noticed how beneficial it was, how much more focused I was. Um, and so this is, this, now that I'm intentionally doing this is for me to learn how to be in better relationship with myself. Mm. And because as I spoke to earlier, my, my old pattern was people pleasing. And whenever I was in relationships, I would abandon my own truth to please the other person so that we can um you know develop more closeness but like it came from a place of self-abandonment mm-hmm. to a certain level right and um and so the reason why i'm celibate is for me to just be so grounded in my own energy in my own sexuality and just being able to 
find out what it is that like I am here for on this world. Mm. Um, I felt that for a while it was tied to like, oh, I want, I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing so I can attract the partner that I want. But it's like, what I'm, what I'm here to do in this world is more than just that. Like I have a higher purpose to fulfill. I have a calling from God to, to answer. And, and, and so that's been my journey with celibacy is to really focus, allow myself to focus on that and not leak out my energy through sex with partners that are not aligned with my vision. Mm. Right. And, um, because there's an energy exchange when we have sex, right? And especially when us as men, we ejaculate, we're actually shooting out our energy. Mm. And, and when we do that too often, it depletes us. And it, uh, I, like, that's why we go to sleep after. <laughs> after ejaculate oh yeah i'm going to sleep like it's it's like a like when we do it like very often like our bodies are constantly in regeneration regeneration and it's not like actually cycling that sexual energy internally in such a way that it can be transmuted into other areas of life right so that's been my journey with celibacy and um yeah i feel that it's very intentional this time where i'm i'm using it to really hone in and focus on like my life's purpose like and and what i'm here to do on this planet mm -hmm. and channeling all of that life force into this mission is has been my journey over the last little bit. <laughs> <clears throat> you know what I love? I love that you touched on the fact that, you know, having sex with many different people and that energy exchange, it also does affect men. A lot mm -hmm. of times, you know, we can think that it just affects the woman, but it sounds like it also affects it's effective. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 a myth of like how we can just have sex and be nonchalant about it and just not be affected by it. Mm -hmm. If when when we when we get into a place where we're just fucking just for the sake of fucking and it's not connected deep intimate intercourse when it just becomes this like physical thing that we just do that people just do because that's what we do right it's there's no and it's like completely taking out the sacred element of the act of sex that is damaging um because we're every time we're having disconnected sex, we're just teaching our bodies that, yeah, this is fine. We're able to just 
physically have sex and not have our heart involved in it at all. Mm. And so there this there becomes this disconnect between the cock and the heart. And that's what a lot of men experience. Like there's no connection between the cock and the heart. And that is so fucking important. Mm. And when and we're able to my my process and my journey has been connecting that again. Mm. And when I'm able to feel that connection, like I can't even have just disconnected sex with a random person anymore. Like I I feel that in order to really share that experience with someone, I need to be energetically, emotionally like in resonance with this person mm. in order to be able to like okay like wow like i like this person let's do this like wow this is awesome like out of what 7.7 billion people in the world we get to experience this and like just treating it with such reverence and and awe and wonder and playfulness like that's where the fucking magic is. Mm. <laughs> yes! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Nathan. So just to share with the audience, this is why I asked Nathan to um, co-host this experience that we're having next March. So I shared a little bit in the last podcast episode that, um, you know, God gave me the divine download that this experience, it has to be for men and women. And as you're hearing in this podcast episode, like it's not just one, it's not just a one-sided thing. It's not just a, you know, women have work to do or men have work to do. We really have to be able to come together and close those gaps together. Yes. <sighs> Nate, how, how are you feeling about what we have planned for next year? I'm getting goosebumps just feeling into it. Um, there is some really potent medicine and what we are creating here and uh i believe that a lot of the world's issues is really at the core of it an intimacy issue and what we are facilitating here to create deeper connection with people to create deeper intimacy and to be able to express more of ourselves and share more of ourselves with the world. You don't want to fucking miss this. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm just, yeah, I'm super stoked about it. Mm. So good. So good. And I just want to share with our audience too, you know, what Nathan and I are going to be walking you through for those three days is going to be so powerful because we have went through every single bit 
of all mm -hmm. of this. We have yeah. held ourselves to the fire. We have put ourselves in the fire. We have put ourselves in the containers to be naked, to be stripped, to be seen. <sighs> I can't wait for you guys to experience Nathan's power in person. I'm going to leave all of his, you know, socials and everything so you can check him out in the show notes. But this man's power, like, in person is just next level and I'm so excited for um the men to be led by you I'm excited for mm -hmm. the women to be able to experience your presence and what you're going to be leading the men deeper into so it's going to be amazing yeah so <laughs> excited so excited and um yeah just I'm I'm so honored Capricia that uh, we're able to co-create something like this together it's going to be going to be magic and um yeah this speaking to having put ourselves to the fire that that has been a very up and down journey for myself and i've been through the muck i've been through mm. like the the darkness and the shadows and almost not wanting to live and moving on through the, to the other side of that and going from not wanting to live to now wanting to live a big fucking life where I'm able to exp express myself in the way that I am right now fully and authentically and also lead into deeper intimacy with the people that I'm with the woman that I meet and experience mind-blowing sex, heart-connected sex with 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 women. And it's this is what life is about. Mm. Like why why else like yes, there's purpose and all that, but the joys of life, the the connection, we're social creatures. We are we yearn, we all yearn for deeper connection with, with the people around us. And who better else to go through that with than with people that have experienced the darkest and now coming into the light of all of that. It's, uh, yeah, there's going to be so much medicine in this I'm just so excited for any of you that choose to join us yes I always say that we cannot truly be in our light and truly be in our gifts and truly be in our purpose and truly break through to our next level without the darkness yeah, yeah. <sighs> I agree entirely yes Nathan where can the people find you, get in contact with you, and yeah, all the things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now, just find me on Instagram. I'm starting out a TikTok as well, the.nathanquan, um, K-W-A-N is the spelling of the last name. And yeah, you can find me on those two platforms. I'm currently building out some other things uh for that i'll be sharing at some point and um yeah 
find me there, hit me up anytime. And I'm always happy to talk all things sex, relationship, personal development. I'm totally geek out on any of that stuff with you. So feel free to hit me up. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out Nathan Kwan on Instagram. I will leave his information down in the description box. Nathan, do you have any last minute words for our listeners listening to this episode right now? I have recently been acknowledging the craziness and the darkness that the world can feel like it's uh, showing us right now. And I want you all to know that Whenever there's something that feels out of control, whenever you're in some form of grief or anger, sadness, that that is also a reminder for you that that is the contrast of what life can also be. Life can also be full of joy, full of love, full of beautiful experiences, adventures, connection with people. And I'm just really, I'm, I myself have been sitting with this message because I just lost my grandfather two days ago. Mm. And the grief that comes with that is also an acknowledgement of the beauty of that he, get, he was able to create for him and his family mm. and and so what i want to leave this off with is if you feel that you are in the darkness just know just know that you are able to get on the other side there's always a light at the end of the tunnel as long as you keep on going like it's just don't give up. Don't give up on your dreams. And don't give up on yourself. You are meant for something great, as God has told me before. And I listened, and so should you. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Nathan, for being on the Dark Fun Power podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Like I said, all of the links to find Nathan will be down in the show notes. Nathan, it was such a pleasure having you. Thank you so much, Kavisha. This is awesome. Thank <laughs> you. All right, you guys. I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Peace.